Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Highly successful and efficient people all have one thing in common. They all read, or at least listen. Now listeners of the show can get a free audiobook when you sign up for a free 30-day trial of Audible. You can keep the book even if you decide to cancel. Go to audible.bluboxdigital.com to sign up today. And now, on with the show. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Think Outside the Blue Box. I'm Anthony Rivera. I'm the lead videographer and editor here at Blue Box Digital, and welcome to the podcast. Uh, this is a podcast about creative journeys, uh, just the, the people who are very creative, the hustlers, the entrepreneurs, the people that are out there following their dreams in hopes to inspire you to follow yours. And today I'm joined by a very special person, Smoke One Hunted. Yes, sir. <laughs> What's Let's going go. on, man? How you doing, brother? Good, good. Thank you for joining me, man. Oh, man, it's a pleasure. I'm honored to be here, man. Thanks. Yeah, likewise. Likewise. It's, it's good to have you here. Um, it's been a long time coming, dude. <laughs> a long time coming. <laughs> I know we had a few mishaps and we were supposed yeah. to been through this, but I'm glad we're here today, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, we're here. Finally. We're, we're going to give the people what they want, man. Yes, sir. So, uh... What what's going on, man? <laughs> Ooh, a lot, man. Tell new me, father, tell me. new father. Yeah, congrats, you know? yeah, congrats. Man, I heard so. you got twins. Yeah, I got twins. How's man. that? You know, loving it. <laughs> I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm loving, it. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm loving it though, man. Honestly, you know what I'm saying. Like I know, you know, I got I got 14 nephews, four nieces. So I've always seen like you know the uh parents and hearing them say like how good it is to have kids and how you know how they make you feel or whatever but man i didn't know it feel this good so yeah i really love being a father man it's been a year now and um you know I've been, i'm thankful that i've been able to be in their lives every day this entire year for the past year you yeah. know what i'm saying like and it just it's just been a beautiful thing man have they had their first birthday yet they did and we were supposed to do a um we were supposed to do a beach party Nice. But it rained that week. Oh no! So because they only won, we was like, you know what? All right, well, we ain't really gonna worry about doing too much. We just gonna kind of do something at the house. Gave them a cake and let them, you know, let them do yeah. that whole thing. Eat their first cake and all that. Okay. Mess up their face and all that. So it was dope. You know, you got that first birthday experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was dope. That's bro. awesome, man. Congrats! I have two kids of my own, but they're they're a little bit older, so. <laughs> They're in yeah. their teenage years, so yeah. they're not. They're but you not got two uh, two boys, right? I got a boy and a girl. Oh, a boy and a girl. Yeah. Okay. The oldest is a is a girl. She just started driving, dude. It's, oh, it's nerve wracking. <laughs> girls, man. I thought I wanted, you know, like when we first realized we were uh, pregnant and uh, with twins, um, we waited until you know um, to do a gender reveal, and the whole time I was like, yeah, I want a boy and a girl. I want a boy and a girl. And now I got two boys, and I be seeing like my other friends with girls. I'm like, oh man, I think I dodged a bullet. Like, I don't know you if I did. want a girl. I don't know if I'm ready for a girl, man. God, Jesus, boy. It's a whole different world, man. Oh, man. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, I, I wanted a girl. So when we got pregnant, that's what I wanted. Really? Like, yeah, once I had the girl, I didn't care. Okay, okay. And then the boy came, the boy came next. And the boy came, yeah. So I got one of each. I'm good. No more. And so how, I mean, how is it really a difference in how you have to talk to them? There's a huge difference, man. Yeah, there's a huge difference there. <laughs> and which one is more like a daddy's, like, is it the girl? The girl, the girl. yeah, she's more attached. Why, why is it like that? Yeah, I don't know. You'll, don't you'll know. see, your boys are going to be more attached to your wife. <laughs> I don't know. Well, yeah, I don't know, man. They're, they're still going to have their daddy time, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's fine, however it goes. <laughs> yeah, as long as they're healthy, right? Right, as long yeah. as they're healthy, you know what I mean? That's good. I'm cool with it. That's good, man. So let, let's get into you, bro. Like, yes, sir. What, 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 are, uh, what, what got you into music, actually? Well... What, what uh, was it about music? Music was from, from birth. My parents was, was DJs, so... Um, that's what so they did. It. Yeah, I was just always around music, always around uh, cre uh, creatives, you know what I'm saying? So um, it was just in me. And then um, I grew up in the church. 
So I was in the choir. Nice. I was a part of a drill team in the church, and we used to travel the country performing. And, you know, I grew up in the church from birth until I was about 18 years old. You know what I mean? So music and being creative was just always, you know, always in me. You know what I'm saying? And then um, later on in life, it found its way back to me. Um, I never thought that I would be pursuing music as a career, et cetera. But later on in life, things happen and it found its way back to me. And um, it's like full circle, man, man, full circle. And I was like, okay, this is it. This is it. And I just took off with it, bro. So you, you did music and then you stopped? Yeah, you know, growing up, you know, you everybody had like a little group or something. So yeah, I had a couple. They go through that phase. Yeah, I had, a, I had a couple cats I grew up with, man, and we, you know, we was all rapping, and we used to be in the closet rapping, and then you know, in the rooms rapping or whatever, putting out music, and um, and but you never just it's just doing it for fun, and then when everybody graduate, people you know go their separate ways and do their thing, and I ended up, you know following me and come you know like you say coming back full circle man yeah yeah that's all what what was it that brought it back what, what, um, what was the, the so moment? so I, I graduated and and uh i went into the military and then in the military um I, they ended up sending me to iraq so i got deployed and once i got deployed i ended up meeting some other guys out there and you know we all just working and stuff, and then you know you get bored, you get have a little downtime or whatever, while you just nothing's popping off, and you just like waiting around, and just ended up freestyling and playing, and then this guy came and he was singing, and I was like, oh, you sing, and you know, like we didn't know each other, you know yes. what I mean? We were in the same unit, but we didn't we didn't know each other at that, at that point. You guys you know? bonded over music. Yeah, and we just ended up bonding over music, and then from there, like that became our like our hobby out there. So we was no longer like. We didn't no longer have downtime. Anytime we had downtime, me and him would get together and we would write music nice. and just start like making music. And then we found the guy who um, he was um, an engineer and he was going to school to be an engineer prior to the war. So he kind of knew what. Yeah. yeah, man, he had all his equipment, you know, and everything like and we was living in like trailers and shit. So he had all of his equipment out there and like we had people sending us stuff, you know, microphones headphones you know what i mean little care packages or whatever nice. so we we just built our little studio out there or whatever and we just started recording and where was and, this um, where was it at where were you stationed we was in um alicide iraq yeah, <laughs> yeah we was in alicide bro you built a studio in iraq yeah we was in like it's like they got like these um you ever seen like um these 40 foot containers or connexes or whatever they call yeah. them and we and we just basically like put plywood like throughout the whole thing gutted it out had the welders come cut a hole in it to make a window and make a door and all of that man bro no like mattresses and everything <laughs> yeah man you made it work <laughs> bro we was <laughs> hey we was using the army supply shit because they had the mattresses for the soldiers i was supplied so we had access to mattresses. We had access to the plywood, to all the, you know, all the supplies yeah. or whatever. So I just, you know, I just went and acquired some things. <laughs> we got some things built. And, man, we had a full studio at that thing, bro. And from there, we started doing talent shows for the soldiers. That's so You know cool. what I'm saying? And people in the unit started knowing us for music. And that was, like, during the um, MySpace days. Oh, wow. So we were, like, we were, <laughs> like, recording. Yeah, I'm dating myself, bro. <laughs> That was during the month, but wow. <laughs> Holy crap. Wow. So we ended up like, we ended up putting the music on MySpace. And this lady, she was from, she was from like Israel or something like that. But she lived in Germany, which is where we were stationed at. We were stationed in Germany at the time, just deployed to Iraq. And she heard us on MySpace and she was like, I'm trying to book y'all, you know what I mean, for some opening act, what's up? And we was like, um, we in Iraq right now. Oh, she was like Iraq. How? Like, what are you? What are you talking about? And I'm like, yeah, we in Iraq. But you, you know, because we never posted pictures of us in the yeah. army. Like it was like kind of like against the uh, regulations or whatever. So we um we told her like, yeah, we got about four or five months left or whatever. So she just kept in contact with us. Well, and, would you have gotten in trouble if if? Yeah, because yeah. you know it's it, um you gotta you gotta practice like they call it operation security basically oh, yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. You know, we can't let the enemy know where we, what we're doing, where gotcha. we at, blah, blah, blah. So we was only posting, like, you know, old pictures or we was posting, like, current music, but nothing that could really track us, gotcha. you know what I'm saying, yeah. say where we was. So, and, um, yeah, man. So she waited on us for, like, four or five months. We deployed, by t we, we deployed back to Germany, 
And um, because we had been doing music in Iraq and at different bases, our our uh, commander they was like they was like okay I'm cool with y'all doing music like we know y'all y'all doing y'all thing, and they allowed us to work like maybe two or three days out the week, and then the other days we would go and we would, and we would perform for the opening acts that nice. would be coming from like America or whatever. Yeah, man, and we was making money on the side or whatever, whatever. And once that started hitting, we started just planning like, yo, we got to get out. Like, it's time to get out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. The music's calling. Yeah, bro. Wow. Crazy. That's cool. So she waited around for you guys. And then after you got out, it was like you had a. We you know, linked up. She linked us up with with some producers. Like, we had wrote a song. It's called It's On You. We wrote it in, um, in Iraq. But we was like, yo, we got to record this when we get back in a real studio, blah, blah, blah. So when we linked up with her, she was like, y'all got any new music? And we showed it to her. She was like, oh, yeah, that's dope. So she took us to, like, Berlin, linked us up with some producers, and they produced the record. Like, it's on you. And then we put it out. We had, like, this dude. He was, like, maybe night. He was maybe 18 years old at the time. He shot the video. Crazy video. It's, one of, my, it's one of my best videos still to this date. But, that's cool. um, um, like, we put it out, and the views went up, like, 100,000 views, like, back when YouTube was, like, just starting. So we was like, dang. And she, and then from there, we just like was performing for all the, like a bunch of opening acts from, we performed for um, like when Cupid Shuffle came out, the whole Trill Bill uh, movement, um, Paul Wall, Lil Flip, like all of those nice. guys, when they was first coming on, they would send them to Europe to like, I guess get the confidence and yeah. test it out, yeah. yeah. And we would be already over there so we would, you know, we would just get on for like you know, a couple of dollars. I think it was like 300 euros or something, but that was like Still, $600 back then. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and we doing two, three shows a week. So, you know what I'm saying? It was like, bro, it was perfect. And we had all, we had, we had the, we had the full support from the military, from our unit. And everything, man. And like still to this day, like all those guys and stuff, they still watch us and hit us up or whatever. But yeah, it was epic, bro. Wow. It was That's epic. a hell of a story, man. <laughs> <laughs> it was epic, bro. That's so I'm cool. I'm telling you. So, I mean, from there, we got to we got to go to like just different places and, you know, Italy, Spain, France. Music will take you places, bro, man. Bro, we was traveling our ass off and it was it was like, you know, I, I, I got to... Um, to rewind a little bit, I was in um, when I graduated. Well, before I graduated, I was playing basketball. Like I thought I was going to college to play basketball. To play ball. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I had an academic scholarship to Santa Fe um, in Gainesville, and I was like, in my mind, I was like, okay, I'm gonna go play for them and try to get on with the Gators. Like I'm gonna go ball, whatever, blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, but I got in, I got in trouble with the law in my 11th grade year, and I ended up losing my scholarship. So from there. My lawyer was like, look, the war just started. If we tell the judge, like, hey, you know, you, you, you're signing up. You want to go fight for the country or whatever. Your sentence will be, you know what I mean? Like, they'll be a little more lenient on you. Plus, it was my first offense. I was 17. Yeah. I was a good kid. Like, just got caught up. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, so that's how I ended up, you know, saying I was like, I'll, I'll sign up. Yeah. So I signed up in the delayed entry program like a year early to go to the military just to tell the judge yeah, like yo and they was like okay yeah you just got community hours and he was like if you finish basic training we'll expunge all of these records so it's gone it's gone <laughs> so i went to basic training and they sent me to germany so i'm like germany oh my god i was sick like what am i gonna do with germany like the only thing i knew about germany was like world war yeah two or the whatever germans. yeah the germans <laughs> holocaust like i'm so i'm like i'm like man what like, the hell, where the hell are these people sending yeah. me what am I doing in Germany like and then like and, and it was like in January I went so cold I had never seen snow never oh I'm from Florida so God. you know what I mean like I'm like what in the hell bro shot. like I bust my ass in the snow oh. the first time I was like what in the hell like on the um on black ice because I didn't know what black ice was yeah so I'm walking slow down a hill because you know Germany real hilly like I'm walking slow down the hill thinking you know okay I'm going slow Whatever my but just go. And I was on the phone with my sister. My oh sister my in the God. states. I'm on the phone with her. I slipped. I threw the phone. I went and picked up the phone. Like like the phone was like, I don't know, <laughs> ten feet in front of me. I went and picked uh -huh. up the phone. She was still on the phone. Like like what's going on? What's going on? I'm like yo, I just bust my. 
I just buzzed my head. Wow. That shit was, man, it, it was crazy. But boy, that was the best thing that could have ever happened to me. That was like a reset, man. That was like a like a fresh start for you. Fresh start. Like and fresh, it was the fresh. perfect fresh start. Like, I think, like, experiencing Europe at 19 years old. <laughs> oh, my God, bro. Bro. Oh, wow. You remember that movie, Euro Trip? Yes. That's what, it was like, just like bro, that. Bro, I mean, that's like, Euro Trip came out, like, <laughs> A couple like the year I went there, or or the year after I was something like that, but it was it was that lifestyle, That's like cool. and it was I mean where I'm from, you know, in Florida, you you go to the club, you weren't about back then. We you know we used to get in a lot of fights in the club, or whatever. Sometimes we used to go to the club just to fight, like stupid stuff, like yeah, you know, you got to worry about guns and et cetera. But over there, it was like everybody was partying, just party, 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 party. That's what it's about. You know, yeah. you had to worry about some of the some of the local nationals or the or the the middle eastern guys like cuz they're women with they love you know american men and they didn't you they know like they, they want too they want too fond <laughs> of that you know what i'm they saying weren't having that. they weren't having that at all but man it was you talking about a time boy what a time wow. what a time <laughs> <laughs> what a time man you know and from there that that really that really, um, you know, inspired me to um, travel more and to and get be, those experiences. Yeah, to yeah. be more open with other with other cultures because I mean, first of all, I had to live amongst these people. Like, we, like we were living in the cities. We weren't living like some hideaway place or something. We were living amongst these with people. The people, so, yeah. yeah. So um, I really got that experience and really got that understanding of being open to other cultures religion foods you know ideas and things like that and i think that's that's one of the biggest things to this day that's helping me be successful and succeed yeah and your creativity too man because yeah. you, you're exposed to all these different cultures it, it gets you thinking differently you know mm -hmm. it gets you uh, empathizing with different you know different religions different yeah. customs and yeah yeah, I, I always I always say that you you have to travel the world at least once, man. You got to, bro. You have to because <laughs> you need that perspective. You know, sometimes you come back from these trips and it's like you're you're a different person, honestly. That's a fact, bro. Yeah, that's a fact, man. I, I and you know I I me personally like I love the world. I've been to more countries than I have states, and nice. if it wasn't for the pandemic, I probably still would be you know Just back traveling. overseas or something because man, like going like going to Africa and 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 thailand and china and you know what i mean going to these places and look and seeing for myself like what it's like versus remembering what re remembering what i learned in school or just going off the the narrative that you know america may portray on these countries and things like that um because you know you have to understand like you know we only see what they allow us to see you know what i mean we know who control the media so just from that simple perspective, you have to know, like, they only showing me what they want me to see. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? And the, the content that you're consuming here is made by the people here. Made so. by the people here, right. Yeah, so you, you know? get the, <laughs> yeah. their perspective from our perspective almost. Right, right. But, man, the, the world is beautiful. The, I mean, beautiful. Like, And then our money go you know, stretches a lot further. Long way. So the life that people try to live and they spend years and years here struggling to live, it's like, really, if you took a plane trip with the money you make, you can really live that life. Mm -hmm. You feel what I'm saying? So now you don't, you don't, you, you know, you're not looking at things the same when you, when you, when you're in America, you're not competing with everybody. You're not feeling unsuccessful. You're not feeling because you have seen real poverty you know what I mean, and <laughs> you seen, see yeah, you 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 seen how how bad it can get, and you seen the money you make, how far it can go somewhere else. All it takes is you to just move. You have a blue passport, you can go almost anywhere in this in this world. Like, yeah, basically. Yeah, but people, you know, people don't look at it like that. And I was, I used to be people, and, and you know, yeah, but um, yeah, and yeah. it's one thing to do a Euro trip where everybody's kind of westernized if yeah you will. yeah but it's another it's another different thing oh, to go to man. asia to go to india to from go to the, africa yeah. yeah it's yeah and you have to different. oh my god man each, i'm sure the language barrier too is crazy yeah <laughs> each each culture is like 
his culture is different. You just have to know it and understand it and know like there's more than one, there's more than one way to skin a cat. Like just because you grew up like this or you're doing this or you believe that, that doesn't mean like that doesn't mean that's the only does. way or yeah. everybody does or people who don't something wrong with them. Like it ain't it is not that at all. You know what I mean? You have to respect everybody for you know for who they are and what they do and what they believe in and just. You know, just see love at the end of the day. Like, you can see genuine. You can see love no matter where they're from, who they is. And that's what carried me, you know, throughout all these countries and got me great relationships and everything. Like, even if we couldn't talk, like, we couldn't understand each other. Like, we might have did some sign language for, like, five minutes until somebody came. But we understood each other. And, like, I still got friends like that. You know what I mean? They're teaching me their language. I'm teaching them. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, that's what it's all about. Like, you you can't. You can't deny energy. You know what I'm saying? We don't we can be in the same room and just look at each other and we can feel like threatened. You can feel loved. You can feel like comfortable. You know what I'm saying? So that's really what it's about at the end of the day, like energy. And that's you know, that's what moved me to the more spirituality, spiritual realm of things, like because I just experienced it. Nobody told me. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, you were like, there firsthand. I, I, I went firsthand. Yeah. I went to Jerusalem. I went to Israel. Like, because I, like I said, I grew up in the church. So I wanted to, once I went to Iraq and went through the war and kind of seen some things like, wow, this is like, we doing this and whoa, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like it, <laughs> yeah, things that, you know, cause and in America, we over here like, yeah, go U.S. Army. And, I'm, and over there, I'm like, damn, that was a kid. Or like, damn, that was a pregnant lady. You know what I'm saying? Like, but. We getting cheered on over here, so it's just like I seen the all the perspectives, bro. And I think you know, people just need to travel more, man. Just they gotta travel and just open their minds, man. Just yeah. open their minds to different culture because not everybody has the same experience as you do, right? You know, you have to respect that because they're they're coming at the same life from a different angle, Absolutely. from a different perspective. Yeah. Um, what what was the 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 best country? <laughs> you, I wouldn't say best. Let's not let's not word it that way. What's the nah. most beautiful country you've been to? What's the beautiful? Yeah, like the one that inspired you the most. Mm, Greece. Yeah, Greece. Yeah. Greece is 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 it's all the, the 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 beautiful water. From one, I, I love water and I love palm trees. They you know their palm trees are a little bit different than ours, mm-hmm. but. Um, and then just all like the ancient artifacts and the people was just so like, oh my God, like if I can, like, they were just so liberal, I guess. I don't know. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And, and the, I love food Me too. and everywhere I went in Greece, everything was fresh. Like it was a garden attached to, to the restaurant. Wow. So when you order the salad, like you can see them going to the garden, like getting the romaine or getting the lettuce, like. And and, and it was just that experience, you know what I'm saying, with the healthy food. So you can't help but to feel good. And you know what I mean? I already look good. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, for real, though. I I mean, you can already look good. So you can't help but to feel good. You're looking good. You know what I'm saying? Like some of the most beautiful people, bro. Like Greece was dope, you know what I'm saying? But, But a lot of countries, I mean, Thailand is beautiful, you know what I mean? Like. India is. I want to go to Thailand. India, India too. India India is beautiful. Oh man, super beautiful, bro. Like, you know, Dubai is beautiful when you're when you're looking one way. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) put your blinders on. Yeah, Dubai, like Dubai, like DC, like you look one way, you see the White House, you turn around, a bunch of homeless people and (laughs) like ran down buildings, like it's crazy. It is what it is, man. Yeah, but their culture, their their food, their their just everything, man. I've in done, Thailand? No, uh, India. Oh yeah, India. Yeah, yeah, yeah. India, dude. I, I've done a few Indian weddings, mm-hmm. uh, and the, just the color, the music, the, yeah. the, the welcoming. You <laughs> yeah. know, everybody's so welcoming. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You can't, man. You can't help but to love that energy, yes. and they have that for you, like everywhere like they have that especially you know a lot of times it'd be because you have a blue passport and you know mm-hmm. you got money they, they look at it like that oh he must be have money or whatever but um you know a lot of times you know them people you know there's they're some genuine 
good people with a lot of love to give, man. Yeah, a lot seriously. of love to give. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's part of their culture too. Like they're yeah. supposed to be welcoming yep. and, and hospitable. Yep, and, absolutely. I love that. <laughs> absolutely, man. Like I mean, pe- people will be surprised, man. Like I mean, everything that you can do here, you can do in all of these countries, and it's just like you can probably do it more. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like you could do it more. And just new experiences. I I love when people say, oh, I I love America because of their freedom. Well, all these other countries have freedom, Yeah, you got freedom. (laughs) (laughs) They got freedom. They just ain't got money. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, they're not all locked up. Right. Go out and, yeah. Yeah, man. man. Um, But, um, of course, you know, Amsterdam. You ever, everybody wants to go to Amsterdam. Well, you know, I don't really hear too. Was that as good as people say it is? Bro, Amsterdam. (laughs) Amsterdam is that like I went because of that like I wanted to know like because back then you know like Ludacris had a song out like red yeah. like like it was like the red light district was like the talk back then that but I don't thing. hear it too much now but back then you know yeah I went over there and that's that's what it is like a whole mile two mile strip and it's just girls in the window and you just walking and looking at all these girls in the window and like, oh, I like you. I like you, too. <laughs> it's like, like you're I, shopping. That's ex- I'm like, what in the hell? Wow. Coming from America, like. That's crazy. Coming from America. You know what I mean? That it's it's going to blow your mind. Like, what? Like, we don't see stuff like that here. Oh, my God. And then if we do see it, we like, it. like what? What is it? And this whole country being ran off. <laughs> So how, how long did you spend in uh, uh, Germany after you got out? Like how long did you how long did you tour? Like you, I know so, you were you were doing some some gigs. Well, we we I left Germany. Um, ultimately, I was in Germany, I think for seven years. Oh wow! Yeah, seven years. So and then I left, and I went to um, Fort Bragg, North Carolina, to oh, finish so you came out. Back. Yeah, yeah, I came I came back to the states to like finish my term and process out and everything gotcha yeah okay so, but when i came to fort bragg it was this this the crazy thing so they was like okay we're gonna send you to brag like you only you have less than like a year on your um contract but they sent me to fort bragg and the unit they sent me to was going back to iraq oh no so bro they sent me back to iraq Get here. i swear to god like that was the, it was the craziest and opera i was so mad Cause like me and a couple guys, like I kind of skipped the story. Like like the got the one guy I met in Iraq, um, um, that was um, he was a guy like a part of the team. And then we, I met a couple uh, another guy um, in Iraq. He was also from Florida, but he was stationed in like Washington State, Fort Lewis. Wow. So we was like we all like in those eight months or whatever that we was together. We we all was like yo, we all in. Like, we're going to get out the military, blah, blah, blah. Well, we didn't think about getting out at that time. Once, once we got back to Germany, we kept in contact with the guy in Washington. And we started doing gigs. And he was like, yo, we just need to get out. Let's get out. Let's make a team. So we all planned on getting out. Everybody was getting out that year. And I ended up getting deployed back to Iraq. <laughs> it was so crazy. Like, I well, ended up getting up your plan. Yeah, man. So I got deployed back for a year. And um, yeah, so it, it just prolonged my time getting out, bro. Damn, it was it was it was it was crazy. But then when you got out, you get you you came back here. Well, when I got out, I moved to D.C. for a year. Um, I had a friend because you've been everywhere, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah, like, really <laughs> I want to see your map with the, all the, all the <laughs> I'm places. Tell, yeah, been. bro. I'm telling you, like I used to keep something like that, like all the countries and cities yeah Yeah. i used to keep it but i lost track of it like it's too much yeah (laughs) (laughs) can't keep track anymore yeah man i I moved to dc man with one of my homeboys um because he was like yo um he got a six-figure job he does it so he got out and he got a he got a good job and he was like yo i'm gonna just hold you down while you do the music thing like i don't need you to work i need we need you like focus on the music so we was like moving like that to hell of so, a friend yeah so he was like you know giving me thousands of dollars a month just to like chill do my music or whatever but like you know we was putting it to use we was he could see it yeah though. he could see the potential and i'm not an east coast guy i found out so yeah i was like yo this this ain't this ain't it for me <laughs> i got i got to go back down south 
So we was trying to figure out like how we're gonna get back to you know down south. We didn't have a bunch of money. Like what are we gonna do? Like how are we gonna make this move? And my friend from Washington State, he had got out and he was like, "Yo, um, I can probably just go to Full Sail University." And if and we we knew the military benefits. So if we go to college, the military um, in, in Florida they'll pay for your your housing allowance. You nice. know what I'm saying? So we was like, okay, you sign up. For full sale. Is that part of the GI? Yeah, GI yeah, bill. part of the GI bill. So it was like, you sign up for full sale, let them get you the apartment, and then we all come down. Heck and, yeah. And that's what we did. <laughs> so wow. so that's what we did. And he went to full sale for entertainment business um, on a master's program. Nice. And his entire project, school project, was our label. So it was like he had to come home. He had to basically start a label. And that's what we was already doing. We had a we had a, an in-house producer. I was the artist. We had a we had um, another person that was writing with me. We had a video, and and, and uh, he was doing videography work. So we basically just had everything we needed at Full Sail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, my, my cousin went to Full Sail for film. For real? Yeah, that's that's, dope. that's a good spot, man. Yeah, bro. They they got some good good uh, good instructors there. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh man, some of the best. You be like, oh, you worked on what? Like mm -hmm. you worked on the 007 movie, the Batman. Like they be. I'm and like, he's sitting wow. there teaching you. How to right. <laughs> he teaching you everything. Like it's definitely beneficial. It's expensive yeah, as hell. It's expensive. Oh my god, For expensive. Sure. That's why I didn't go. <laughs> yeah, it's expensive as hell, but it ultimately it helped us because we took ourselves through artist development. Like I really, I really focused on being a, a MC, a master of ceremony. You know what I mean? Like I took time to focus on that. Like, um, and um, the engineer took time focusing on being an engineer, and we just took our time like building. I used to watch interviews after interviews on YouTube, trying to learn like, okay, how to conduct myself during the interview. Blase, blase. You know stuff like this. Yeah. Read books. Um, went to a lot of. Um, a lot of um, um, what they call those uh, like conventions, music conventions or whatever, where you go and they have panels and people talking. Yeah. Did all of that talent shows. So after he graduated from Full Sail, we was like, all right, now we got to go put this in play. So we moved to Atlanta, and once we moved to Atlanta, like we like we went hard for like, well, we took two months to build our own studio in a house and stuff, and then we went like hard for like six months. I dropped the song. We went hard participating in like all the open mic nights and um because we still didn't have a big budget or nothing yeah so we were trying you to just yeah we do. were just trying to perform get our name out we was um all the radio shows and stuff like that and we was winning them and it's the crazy thing like people gotta know man like with these shows and they be like yeah the, the uh first place gonna get a free studio time two hours here photo shoot blah 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 we would win these talent shows and not get nothing. Like, they wasn't giving out nothing. You feel what I'm saying? And we hadn't paid the money to be in some of the shows. Like, they'll be like, oh, this is a, you know, a Grand Hustle talent show. Or this, um, you know, because you're in Atlanta. Yeah. You know, or this is Street Execs. Two chains them. You know what I mean? So, every, I mean, it's packed out with artists. You feel what I'm saying? But. Atlanta's the mecca. But it was like, everything was either like pre, like, the artists that they picked, they are, the people already knew the artists. Or they just didn't give out. You know, they were just like, oh, the winner is this. And then the music get turned up loud and everybody starts scattering. Around. Like, bye. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> real, bro. And and then I, I did Damn. one and um um I got to the radio station and they was like, yeah, distribution. And they was talking about this. And I'm like, yeah, this is perfect because this is what I need. And when I, once I won that that contest, I got to the radio station and, and the people, they were like, uh, you got to. Yeah, okay, you still got to pay this amount and this amount. And it was like thousands and thousands of dollars to be able to do And I'm like, damn. So at that point, that's when I knew, like, it didn't matter about your talent. You know what I'm saying? Like, people don't business. people don't care about your talent. This is a business. It's and a business first. Yeah, and yeah. I've always been told that, like, it's a business, it's a business. Yeah. But it was still the art, the the art, the, the you the was artist, artist in me, yeah, yeah. It was still me as the artist, like, nah, like my talent's gonna get me there. Like, like people gotta hear me, like. <laughs> and it was like, no. So I, you know, I, I wised up, and um, you know, in the, in the meantime, I, I had I, I was taking a contract job. I was back and forth overseas. Went to Dubai. I was working. That's where I met my wife. She was a flight attendant, and um, in Dubai. Yeah, she was a flight attendant in Dubai, and I was nice. like, I was in Kuwait at the time, but when I I flew to Dubai. And she was on. She was a flight attendant for Emirates Airlines. 
So they got like the best of the best of the best everything. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like the the flight I was on, it had a it had a, a full bar, nice. like a whole bar, like in the middle of the plane. And this was like, you know what I'm saying? Years ago. So I'm like, now nah, it's probably even crazier. Like oh, the seats yeah. been laying down, big big screen TV, 42 inch, 30 30 something inch in front of you. It was crazy, bro. I've seen one that even has like a full shower, like a full stand yeah, shower in there. I'm, it's like, bro, what? it was. I was like, what? They were serving food, like the food come out on like regular plates, like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like the chef come out with his hand behind it. It wasn't like the 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 um, flight attendants don't serve mm -hmm. the food. Like real chefs come out. I was like, oh, this it's is like a crazy. cruise ship, bro. It's like a flying cruise ship, bro. <laughs> so I seen her like going to Dubai. She was on it. She was on the. I'm like, damn. Oh, I'm trying to see mm -hmm. what that be about. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, on the way coming back, she was she was on the flight. So I'm like, oh, whoa, hold on. So you got to see her there like, and back. Yeah. I'm like, no, it's this. this I know it's a, it's a sign, man. <laughs> Let me go ahead and look. Call me, please, like, when we land or not. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, she ended up following through and then found out she was she was from New York. And she was actually getting ready to move to Atlanta. And I was like, oh, I'm in Atlanta, blah, blah, blah. That's perfect, man. So when she moved to Atlanta, like, we just, we, we kicked it off. And um, like I said, at that time, I was already in the mindset, like, I got to get serious about my finances, et cetera, et cetera. And she, she actually just helped accelerate that because I'm like, now I got this girl I want. I got to be a man. Like, I can't, you know, be out here broke. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, I don't want her looking at me like that because just, you know what I mean? Like, so... I got serious about finance, started enrolling in courses, started getting like re like searching uh, different mentors and stuff and found somebody that like I really meshed with. I love yeah. it, man. It's just like yeah. the music, like you just self-taught, like you just went out and just absorbed all this information. Now you're doing it for your financial life. Yeah, man. That, that's... Yeah, man. No, nobody's going to do it for you. And like, no. I'm glad I, I learned no matter who you are, what you do, what you can bring. Like, if you're not providing, like, if you're if, like, nobody people can't want it more than you you got to want it for yourself i don't care what you think you want to do or who you think you want to be if you don't want it it's not going to happen like because <laughs> nobody's going to want it more than you like yeah you feel what i'm saying and I, I had to really learn that and then i had to learn like we are in a financial system so you got to have money to do anything anything and anytime somebody give you money it's like what they either want it back or they want you to do something crazy for it. You feel what I'm saying? Like, ain't nobody ain't nobody got money. Just here, here you go. Like, out, yeah. I mean, unless you're a stripper or something. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, whatever. Like, that's just the culture. Like, but shoot, man. Like, people, people got to people gotta really, you know, hone in on what they really, really want. You know what I mean? I talk to a lot of kids even now. Um, you know, like I said, I got those financial courses and I ended up becoming licensed becoming a financial professional in Florida. And now I'm licensed in like 13 states, but- Like a um, financial advisor? Yeah. That kind of thing? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Like a financial advisor. So I got I got licensed um, because while I was studying, I was like learning some interesting things. Like, wow, like, and I would be asking like my mama or my daddy or other, you know, people um, that are older than me, you know, did y'all know about this? Have y'all heard about it? And they're like, no, 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 no. And I'm like, whoa. Damn. Hold so you're on. You're like teaching everybody. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it so that inspired me. And then I and then I realized like, well, the license is only like $130. Like And you already okay. know everything you need yeah, to know. Yeah, and I already know it. So I'm like, okay, I so I can pay $130, get licensed, and get paid to teach, you know what I mean? Because I know people are gonna want to learn this. Like, I'm actually making money. So I'm like, all right, got licensed and that really being a, a financial professional and advising people on finance have like really pushed everything else in my life. Like it sped it up three or really? four times because what I learned, I was providing a service to, to people. You know what I'm saying? And like I knew providing a service is like the way to like build wealth or you know what I mean? To actually like every wealthy person is providing a service to somebody. Service. Yeah. yeah. But I didn't know that I was doing that until, you know, in that moment I'm like, oh, okay. Because I would go to a music conference or something and people will be talking about music, but then they'll be like, okay, what do you do day to day? I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm a financial advisor. I do. And then they're like, okay, so what about this? Like, and they ask me questions and I tell them that 
man, here's my car. Talk to me. So it was like more people were like interested in talking to me and attracted to me more because of the financial mindset. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, whoa. And I mean, all from giving financial advice, I talked my way into my first short film, wow. you know, like that I shot with um, a company called Canvas Media. Um, we teamed up and I met them at a music conference. And then like four months later, they was like, bro, we finally got the budget. Like we about to shoot, like we want you down. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, cool. Okay. And when they sent me the script and everything, they was like, you're gonna play, you're gonna play this character called Bleak. I'm like, what? He's the main character. I'm like, y'all know I never acted wow. before. Like I ain't never, you know, I said I wanna act. You feel what I'm saying? But they was like, no, you're gonna kill it. And they was just they were just real like motivational, real supportive. And um and they seen a lot in me that I didn't see in myself. Like, and man. Yeah, I mean, they casted you as the main, the they, main guy. They casted me as the main guy, bro. <laughs> so, like, yeah, they must have seen something. Bro, man. So that's cool. That was that, that, that was a dope experience. You know what I mean? Because yeah. we had a full set. Like, they, like, when people see this, they're not even going to think, like, it's a short film. Like, because I mean, they had, a, they had a, man, they had a crew of, of 12 people. Nice. You know what I'm saying? Movies, you know, they have hundreds of people and stuff, but still bro like this yeah the independent crews are, are yeah yeah to be independent yeah because yeah, independent crews are smaller like yeah. a lot smaller but bro you do what you can with what you have just like that oh bro. that's awesome man is, is that movie out anywhere um it's still being edited okay okay um, oh so it's just recent yeah 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 i shot I, we shot this in i actually shot it in february of this year okay but no in march of this year but um and like the people that they that that shot it they have they have over like 50 years experience because the cinematographer he worked with warner before he worked on like movies wow. and stuff um and he just came to help these kids that he met and he said that you know they, they were hungry and he and he seen the you know spark Passion, in the eyes so yeah. he was like he'll do whatever and they called him he drove all the way up from like fort myers or something so to to you know work on the film mm -hmm. with him so they had like professional professional people like doing everything and they just you know my, my boy directed it my boy cam shout out cam yes sir yeah uh, <laughs> we gotta keep an eye out for that oh man. yeah 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 so that hopefully hopefully um you know in the next two months but like you know oh, the yeah. director like he really he get booked out for commercials documentaries he's in columbia right now wow. shooting a documentary so like they was already in motion working yeah so like this is kind of like a personal project you feel what i'm saying but hopefully, you know, it'll be done within the next couple months and we can put that thing out. Like, That's cool. I'm excited. Do like, you know where it's going to be? Um, is it going to be on like a streaming platform or is it? Well, I know I, I know we got a I know we got a Netflix. We got a Netflix um, connect. We got a uh, Amazon connect. OK. So, okay. you know, I'm leaving that up to them basically to see yeah. like where they want to come. Wherever they want to distribute mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's definitely going to be out there. I can't wait. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Man. I can't wait, bro. Man, you're in everything. <laughs> Bro, everything. And right after that, um, I brought my book here. I don't yeah, I was gonna. That. I was gonna ask you about that. So that's when you got into the, the financial, nice, yeah, generational so. wealth. So that that's a book. That's a yeah. book you wrote, right? Right. So it's a, it's, this is a book I wrote. Uh, generational wealth. Basically, everything that I be you know teaching people one on one. I basically kind of just consolidated it into an ebook. And published it. It's on Amazon. Um, I did. I did the audio for it and everything. Oh, you did yeah. the audio book. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's on Audible for the people that got you know that want to do it on the audio you thing. Got, you got the voice for it. <laughs> <laughs> I sure was. I was like, man. But um, listening back, you know, that was my first time ever. You know, narrating a book or whatever. But you know, I'm a, I'm I'm gonna get better, man. I'm definitely gonna get better. Um, oh, a lot of people cool, like man. it. I, I think I just critique myself. Like, you know, yeah. how we are. You're your artists. worst critic. Yeah, man. yeah. But definitely go get that book, man. Generation of Wealth by Trey Luther. Oh, that's my phone. Sorry, guys. But yeah, go get that book. Generation of Wealth by Trey Luther. It's on Amazon. It's on Kindle. On Audible. Yeah, man. Yeah, you're going to leave that one with me, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's for you, baby. That's for you. You got to autograph it, too, bro. I got you. I got you. I got you. Say no more. Say no more. No, that's awesome, dude. So, what, what, out of all the things that you do, because you're a jack of all trades here, what, what, <laughs> <laughs> what do you like the best? What, what do you enjoy the most? Is it the music Man, or is it the? Honestly, bro, it's like, 
like a lot. It's it's funny because like I think Preem recently he was like, "Yo, you like you like a Renaissance man," <laughs> and nobody's ever said that. I never even thought about that. Like the way I look at it, work and life it can't be like you know how people try to find a work life balance. I I found that like to me it can't be on the opposite ends. Like it have to be on the same end of the spectrum. You know what I'm saying? Like your work and your life has to be the same. Like it can't. It has if, to match. Yeah, if because if it doesn't, you're setting one of those up for for failure. You know what I'm saying? So it seems like I'm doing a lot, but everything is like this is my day to day life. Like my wife is a hairstylist. We have a we have a salon. So of course I have a beard care line. You know what I mean? She has a hair care line, and I have to promote every day. I'm getting dressed every day. I like to just get dressed, mm-hmm. whatever. So. Why not? Why not be promoting something? So to me, I don't feel like I'm doing any like I like this more than this. When I'm doing music, I love music. That's my passion. Like I'm passionate, but I'm also finding out I'm passionate about generational wealth and building and teaching, and you know, showing people. You know what I'm saying? So for me, it's like I love it all, and and I don't feel too scattered because I'm here talking to you about you know because of music and things like that. But I'm also able to throw in about the real life things with the generational wealth, you know what I mean? And like have something else, another aspect to provide to people. Cause some people might not want to even listen to my music. Yeah. You know it's what I'm saying? Like it's, it's not for everybody, but this is for everybody. Generational mm-hmm. wealth that, that don't have a color, don't have an age or whatever. That's for everybody. And everybody needs it. You know what I mean? So I've always struggled with that. Like I used to Back, you know, when I told you about I was an artist before, like rapping and early on, I used to, you know, hardcore rap and talk about, you know, whatever stuff that I really wasn't doing at yeah. the time. You know what I'm saying? And You're it's like, about yeah, it. just talking. About, I'm <laughs> like, what am I? What am I doing? Like, and, and then, you know, started getting smarter and understanding there's more rhythmic radio stations than there are urban. So I need rhythmic music. So I started trying to get, you know, the singing and blah, blah, blah. And. And just struggle with that, like trying to, uh, you know, be appeasing or appeal to a, to a mass audience. And now it's like I do music for me now. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't care who I like I it. it. I do it because I love it, bro. Like if I never make any money from it, I'm always do music. Like I'm always record music. I'm always put it out. I'm always I'm always do music. I love it. You feel what I'm saying? So I don't look at music no longer as like as as my scale like of success you know what i'm saying like it's just one aspect of it's it. just yeah it's just one aspect you feel what i'm saying like of course i love music i'm gonna try to do as best as i can in it but i feel successful already in music i feel successful you know in every aspect happy, of my man. life yeah. yeah you're happy you found it right and it's good to have a support system man mm-hmm. it's, it's good to have because you said like you said earlier it, it, you kind of have to mesh your personal life and your business life mm-hmm. it, they kind of have to Mm-hmm. coexist yeah. almost so it's good that you have that that support system not only support system bro it sounds like she's your partner like, oh yeah oh she definitely like she definitely my partner yeah, yeah she definitely my partner bro and i mean i mean no matter what it takes to get the job done like we're gonna get it done you feel what i'm saying you figure it out. like like yeah. i'm gonna like i'm gonna tell you a story bro she she'd probably be mad for me to tell you a story bro <laughs> but um so i was trying to figure out like you know, back then, like, why, you know, all of our clothes, everything come from China, et cetera, et cetera, before I went to China. And, um, her, you know, her and I was already together. And I was like, man, I got to go to China. Like, I got to see for myself. That's just how I always been or whatever. She was like, yo, you should download Tinder and <laughs> swipe in China and meet a girl <laughs> and then, like, tell her you're going to come see her, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what, like. That's your girl like, saying. Yeah, that's my girl. Like, so I'm like, yo, like, <laughs> I don't know if she playing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Cause she it's never it, it never went there. I'm like, I'm like, it's a test. It's a test. And then and then she was like, she was like, nah, she was like, do that, do it. She was like, and just go, she's like, go do your thing. I'm gonna trust you to go do your thing, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> but I did it, and that's you know, that's 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 how I ended up getting to China the first time. Wow. And ended up and ended up finding her like a hair plug. Ended up finding her different things that that we can benefit because I you know doing stuff in the street and stuff like that. But like beauty money, beauty you know beauty industry money is, is a whole nother level. That's bro. a whole different game. It's man. a whole nother level. So you know once I seen she was all in, I was like I'm all in with like whatever we got to do, however we got to get it. 
you know, and from that moment, I was like, okay, she she's a real one. I know she. this is my partner. Yeah. This is the person I know I want to be with because she wasn't being emotional in the moment. You know, all women, I feel emotional or whatever, but in the moment, she wasn't being emotional. She was thinking logic and yeah, a lot, and, and a lot dope. of the times they think of themselves too. It's mm-hmm. like like you're gonna be out here doing all this stuff. What about me? You know, mm-hmm. it's yeah. like you're gonna leave me by myself at the house, not with <laughs> two kids. You know that that's that's kind of what where the friction begins. Yeah. But it sounds like you guys are on the same page, bro. Man, I I love it, bro. I like that's the best. Like she the best thing that ever could happen. That's awesome because she 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 helped me save money. You know what I mean? Like before you making money and you you doing I'm doing all this traveling I'm spending money having fun but you got a partner you know you got a goal or whatever mm-hmm. and now you like making money and you like I got I can't do that yeah uh, you I can't think do twice that. About yeah, it. yeah yeah <laughs> man so she helped me in like all aspects of like where I felt like as a man I was weak you know what I'm saying so she just helped me you like you needed that other half man I needed that other half and I tell anybody like even before I was my friends would tell you I always mm-hmm. felt like women need men and men need women to like obtain their maximum potential in life you feel what i'm saying people will beg to differ but that's how everybody has different experiences so yeah, obviously yeah. they're gonna they're gonna call yeah, them their yeah, personal yeah, experience yeah, yeah, yeah. but true 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 yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's true yeah so you're talking to a divorced guy here. <laughs> i've gone through some shit bro so, one time one time divorce yeah after how many years? Uh, ten years. Damn. See, I ain't, I ain't made it to ten years. So yeah. maybe, like, maybe I'm, you know, maybe don't, I'm talking don't, to don't, 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 don't. <laughs> Am I talking don't to Don't jinx it. No, don't man. jinx it. <laughs> you guys got a good thing going. Uh, no, man. Yeah. <laughs> did y'all? Did, did what was it? Just too early? Like, did you, did you get married early? And like, yeah, yeah, we got married way too early. How? Yeah, we had the we had the two kids. It was in our early twenties. Oh, okay, okay. Like it was like 19, 20, 21. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. It was it was way too soon. I can but. yeah, <laughs> I can understand that then. I can definitely understand yeah. that. I see that I'm, more often. I'm sure if 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 the Pearl Frick one is out there, um, it'll it'll eventually happen. But oh yeah, I'm not even worried about it, man. <laughs> but that's when you find it. Yeah. Like I'm like that's what when like, you stop looking. When right? I met her, I had like I was dating somebody like th- not even a year before that, and I was like, "Yo, I am done. done. Like I like I ain't with this. Like you know, I'm this this ain't for me right now." And that's when a diamond pops out. And that's when it happened, bro. <laughs> On God, like I'm telling you, like so. Damn. All right. Be careful, bro. All be right. careful. Nah, no, be careful. <laughs> nah, just be open. Just be open minded for it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna be against it, but. Yeah, if anybody's up, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> man, y'all get the with my dog. Dating anybody, y'all get with my dog, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> so what? What? What's next for you, man? What? What's coming mm. up for? Uh... So, um, this is actually the first time I'm ever, I'm about to announce this. Um, I a couple weeks ago I signed with a company called SS Entertainment. Um, who's distributed by Universal Music Group. Congrats, bro. So just finally got my major, my first major distribution deal. Hell yeah. And um, we're scheduled to release on July the 1st. My single is going to be called Took My Soul. Um, it's featuring um, Dante Most. He's from, I think he's from Brandon, Tampa area, whatever. Yeah, man, but he's nice. a dope artist, bro. Dope artist. You guys artist. did a collab? Yeah, 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 we did a collab. Um, I kind of, like, I had the song done because um, I, I lost a, a cousin who's like a brother to me a couple years ago and I kind of like had the song done but I just been sitting on it because I'm like it's missing this piece this piece and then Prem um, Prem actually introduced me to Dante so shout out Pusha Prem boy Prem Prem, Prem done put me in the game on a, on a lot of things here in Tampa when I moved to Tampa um, this girl named Peanut Butter um, she has a, a like a, a selfie studio, her and her mom has a selfie studio down in Ebor. Me and my wife went in just looking around, trying to, you know, get familiar with the city. And she was like, you you remind me of somebody. Like, I should introduce you to somebody. And Symphonic, shout out Symphonic, um, they had a, um, a a conference. What was it? Um, yeah, like like a, like a music conference. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that night, Preem, um, Peanut Butter introduced me to Preem. 
And then from there, me and Preem's been like this. Like, he's prior military, yeah. I'm prior military. And he's put me around some dope artists in Tampa. Prem is all about networking, bro. And yeah. that's that's why I love Prem. And that, that's why you and I hooked up. Right. Me, yeah, <laughs> me, me and you met. Me and you met yeah. through Prem, man. Again, shout out Prem, man. Push Prem. If y'all don't know him, please, y'all go stream his music. Look him up. Bro got a dope story. He's a genuine dude, man. He has a, he has a beautiful family. Um, his family and my family are real, you know, real close now. Um, but yeah, he's genuine a father dude, too. man. Yeah, he's, he's a, he's, a yeah, he's a, he's a father too. Yeah. He hey, a, he, he was on here. Uh, the, his episode is, I think like episode 12. Yeah. Yeah. I looked at that. Yeah. <laughs> Prima's was on here as well. Like, yeah, yeah man. Like, dude. yeah, good dude, man. So Prima introduced me to Dante and I heard Dante's music and I'm like, I like your voice. You feel what I'm saying? I'm like, mm-hmm. your voice would be perfect on this. And when he heard it, he was like, yo, it's, it's, it's a done deal. So I, I booked a session and he pulled up, he did his thing. And I was like, whoa, this the one. So that's it. That's coming. Took my soul featuring Dante Mose. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. And also yeah. don't forget to go to smoke100.com. Everything is smoke 100. I made it real easy for I was it. just going to ask you, where can people find your yeah, stuff? Yeah, people can, y'all can find me at smoke100.com. Smoke100.com, S M O K E, the number one, H U N I T dot com. And that'll, you know, that's the hub from there yeah from there if you want youtube snapchat instagram whatever you want you'll be able to see it from there but that's the hub man wow that's awesome yes man. sir and then uh your book too bro the book don't forget Gen- book. generational wealth generational wealth make sure y'all go cop that by trey luther it is on amazon it's on kindle it's on audible I'm all that man it yeah it's on audible man we talking generational wealth we teaching you about insurance Poor people use life insurance for the death benefit. Rich people use life insurance to create their own banks. That's what we're doing. That's what we're talking about. If you want to learn how to create your own bank and not need to borrow money from other banks at high interest rates, et cetera, et cetera, get with me. Life insurance. We need life insurance. I tell people this all the time, too. If more, especially in my community, in our culture, if more people... If more brothers had life insurance, it'd be a lot less killings. It'd be For a lot sure. less. It, it it'd be a lot less wrongful deaths because Those insurance, insurance companies, companies hate paying out, bro. <laughs> yeah, they do. They hate paying out, and they <laughs> they gonna investigate, investigate, investigate until something changes. Because if they if every time somebody die, which we die a lot in our community. Imagine how much money would be pouring into the community. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying? Big time. They'd be like, uh-uh, let let them live. Yeah, lead, we ain't lead them alone. <laughs> but because black lives do matter, <laughs> uh-uh, right? Black lives matter. Black like, oh, you know what? Matter of fact, black lives do matter. Do Everybody matter go. <laughs> <laughs> nah, for real, man. Wow. Like I'm telling you, man, it's serious. Just think about it, man. Use your common sense. Use your common sense, man. Please use your common sense. We are in a financial system a lot of people go to college and spend all this money to be things and try to do things that they say oh because it makes a lot of money they're not passionate about it if all you want is money learn money learn the financial system if you want to have money and that's all you want just learn the financial system. Then That's you can it. do whatever you want from there. Mm-hmm. Because then it, it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter what you do. Yeah. Because it is a system, man. And if you don't learn it, then you're just going to be like, oh, I'm just going to keep doing the same things over and over because you're not educating yourself. And the laws in this are constantly changing. Everything is constantly changing. I was, um, I had a rant earlier, bro, um, thinking about, because one of my guys hit me up and he was like, man, my Robin Hood is like, trash right now bro blah 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 because the market's crashing because the market is going down (laughs) but last year he hit me up about yeah about stocks blah 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 and i'm like yo you got life insurance get life insurance because it's more important it's more important and it's like it's it's making you money and when the stock market crash you don't lose any money none of it (laughs) so he put all his money over there and i put my money over here and i'm like bro i literally told you this now he's like I got to get a policy. He hit me up. He want a policy. You know, whatever, whatever. But I was trying to tell him that a year ago. Some people, I was trying to tell that two years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, that stuff is going to go up. It's going to go up and down. It's okay to take risk and gamble. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I still do it. Yeah. I do it too. But at the same time, you got to have that for sure, for sure. Something for sure. 
if nothing else fails, at 60 years old, I'm going to have my 1.5 million. My wife going to have her 1.5 million. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Like, it's in black and white. I'm contracted (laughs) with some of the biggest companies. You feel what I'm saying? So, I'm going to make sure. They're going to be around. Man, come on, man. I'm (laughs) going to have my millions, man. I'm going to have my millions. And and that's what it's about because things are only getting more expensive. They're not going to be like, okay, we're sorry. We're going to. We're gonna go let's back lower to the prices. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's let's lower the prices for these guys. Like they're not gonna do that, man. And That's why I, I tell people gas prices ain't coming down. <gasps> Even if the barrel of, of oil comes down, the, those gas prices mm-hmm. are not going anywhere. They're gonna give everybody a raise, and, people, <laughs> yeah. and everybody gonna think like, okay, yeah, we yeah. back, we and we, like we back on the even playing field, and that's mm-hmm. all. That's all y'all care about is being on the even playing field. That's it. Not knowing <laughs> you, you literally won one electric outage from you know what I'm saying <laughs> from being it losing it all, man. It's like or I'm telling you, they talking about in Texas, the electrical power grids going out. It's so much stuff going on, man. Like yeah, it's, it's wild, man. Keep you some cash on hand, guys. Backup like, plan. Keep you some cash to the side. You know what I'm saying? Don't put everything in the banks or whatever. Because if power go down, what you going to do? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, food crisis. Your e-wallet ain't going to be available. Yeah, e- ain't, you ain't going to be able to pay with your phone or none of that, man. None of that, bro. Like People got to start getting serious about about they, they life, the life that they want. You know what I'm saying? That's just where I'm at with it. And, and, and life is so much better because you can easily see the people who aren't and then you just... Avoid them people. Like, yeah. It ain't no. Change I, yeah, it ain't like I'm better than you or nothing. It's just, okay, you on what I'm not. And I just go this way. Yeah, and that's okay. That's fine. Totally fine. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Because I'm pretty sure you happy whatever you're doing. I'm excited, you know, where I'm at. So it's like, and, you know, that's just where yeah. I'm at with it, man. And life is, life is great, man. My boy's getting bigger. You know what I'm saying? Like, business is getting, it's, it's booming, you know, from the financial to the, hair salon and the hair products we're about to launch a skincare um for men and women in the fall of this year damn man yeah dibble bro. dabble dibble dabble bro <laughs> so we can free up like like we're trying to go more more online yeah versus having like having to have like an actual salon Physical to work place. in yeah, yeah yeah so we we you know we're going more online with with the products and everything and now we can you know we have more time to travel and do the music and she you have more time, more control. Yeah, more, yeah, for sure, for sure. So That's awesome, man. Well, I have a way for our listeners to get your book for free, and you still get paid, man. Oh, really, really? <laughs> We're actually sponsored today by Audible. So if you head over to audible.blueboxdigital.com, you get one free audiobook with your 30-day free trial. It could be uh, generational wealth here by, uh, Trey, by, Luther. <laughs> by Trey Luther. So... Um, yeah, and then you, you can actually keep the book even if you decide to cancel the trial. So head over to audible.blueboxdigital.com, sign up there, get your free audiobook, and get you some generational wealth. <laughs> Set yourself up. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, that's awesome, man. I think uh, yeah, it's been over an hour now. <laughs> oh, for real? Wow. wow. Time flies when you're having fun, dude. <laughs> yeah, man. Time flies. been an hour for real? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, this is fun, man. Yeah, man. I really appreciate you having yeah, me man. on your show, dog. Absolutely. Thank you for coming me, by. Let me express and, you know, yeah, uh, promote and all for that. For sure. And build with your audience sure. and everything. And, uh, we're, we're building together, man. Yeah. I, I believe that this, this platform is, it's eventually going to be something major in the city. And, oh, yeah. And you, oh, were, yeah. you were here, man. You were here on the, yeah. the ground floor. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm always be here, man. Anytime, bro. Yeah, Anytime. I appreciate it, man. You got my word. Are you are you in like around the Tampa Bay area now, or you're you still moving around? No, no, no. I'm I'm, I'm locked in here, here okay. in Tampa now. Um, that's why I'm moving around more in Tampa. Gotcha. Um, you know, everything is kind of set up. Family's good, and and all of that. So now I can move around, and my so mind is free. Yeah, I'm gonna start, you know, getting on some shows. Actually, um, I'll be getting with Prem soon, and yeah, yeah, probably be hopping on a couple shows that that, that he got coming up, and just kind of get my name, and then, um, you know, moving throughout the city or throughout the state, getting more shows. I still got connections in Atlanta, so I'll be back, you know, between here and Atlanta, 
getting that's close enough. enough. Yeah. yeah, this is within driving distance. Somewhere. No, I ain't, <laughs> hey, man, I ain't doing. Hey, I ain't doing no driving, bro. I used to love to drive. Like I ain't doing no driving, no. bro. Man, I'm gonna hop on a plane. That's like a what quick. six hour drive? <laughs> yeah, six, yeah. From here, probably yeah. about a six hour drive. I I, I used to love it, man. But I don't know. It's like yeah. something just changed. Like. And now it's like I, I ain't driving. Time is money, man. <laughs> yeah, something I don't know until they <laughs> until they have self driving cars that those six hours right. are like wasted almost. Right. It's like you feel so unproductive yeah. just sitting in a car for six hours. I'm telling you. Or on a plane, you could be you know working. And right. You still might plane. sometimes you still might be six hours in the airport or plane, but it just feel yeah it feel different. Yeah, like. yeah. It's feel, it's it's different. You're not in control of where you're going so right. it's kind of like you just let them do that and then you <laughs> do your thing <laughs> less stress on your body like yeah all that matters man you're traveling like an all-day travel day oh, is exhausting bro, God, bro. <laughs> i'm telling you like going through those airport security lines is no joke yeah man <clears throat> that's why you got it you got to get clear or uh, what is it what they call it clear yeah that but, card um, whatever yeah. the, the tsa clear yeah yeah <laughs> they line they line fastest oh i'm talking about the fastest it's, it's another one the tsa got one but clear i think is separate is it separate yeah it's it's like a separate company from him and there's like bro you can show up 30 minutes before the flight and get through like Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, i'm telling you like Damn. they like they kind of expensive i think they like maybe one one to two hundred dollars now for the for the year or something but, but if you if you travel a lot if man, you travel worth it's worth it. it it's worth yeah. it definitely worth it wow yeah all right, man. Well, we're going to end it there. Thanks again for coming by, bro. Yeah. And you're welcome sure. back anytime. Thank you, bro. Thanks again. I'll be back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and for us, it's going to be uh, Blue Box Podcast. We're actually on Instagram and on TikTok. We post 60-second um, highlights from, from the podcast on there. Um, we have uh, YouTube, the, our YouTube channel. You can go to youtube.blueboxdigital.com to check out the video version of the podcast there. Um. And like I said, we're actually sponsored today by Audible and a few other sponsors. So if you want to uh, support the show, just uh, head down to the, the links in the description here. And I'm going to put them all on there so you can... There, there's multiple ways to support the show. So if uh, if you want to get some merch, there's some some merch, uh, Blue Box merch out there now. Oh, where? Yeah. The Blue Box merch? <laughs> yeah, we're selling shirts and hats and stickers, all kinds of stuff. So if you want to support the show, head over there, uh, shop.blueboxdigital.com. And uh, yeah, yeah, shot with your boy, man. Anybody that support me, support my dog, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He you brought support me in. the platform, yeah. please, man. Support his platform. Look at look at his past interviews, all of that. And we're we're only going up from here. So then, yes, if sir. you want to be on the show, if you have a story, you want to be sitting here, uh, chatting it up with me, uh, just reach out, DM me. Uh, info at blueboxdigital.com is is the email. And uh, yeah, I think I've already said enough enough links. <laughs> Smoke100.com, man. Smoke100.com. That's the important one. Took My Soul featuring Dante Most. Be on the lookout for that. You can go right now. It is out. Go ahead. Give me a stream. Give me a share. Give me a holler. 100. 100. <laughs> and with that, uh, we're going to see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you.